Hello and welcome to this episode of the Retailist Podcast. I'm Joey Morgan, joined as always by my co-host Kylie Ross Seibert. And today we have Jody Newland and A.G. Hyman on from, there's a few of them, Sweetwater Cuisine, Daniel's Grace, and Full Circle. Did I get all of them? Yes. Yes. There we go. Well, welcome guys. Uh, thank you for being on the show. Let's, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves and those three businesses? Well, I am Jody, and I am the owner of Sweetwater Cuisine. Um, we are 16 and a half years in business, and AJ is the executive chef here at Sweetwater Cuisine, and together we work on a few other projects, namely Daniel's Grace and the Full Circle Project. And what is Daniel's Grace and the Full Circle Project? Um, Daniel's Grace is a nonprofit that focuses on cancer families. Uh, we help them survive and thrive through daily living need um, assistance financially. Okay. So uh, we provide rent and mortgage payments, utilities, uh, car payments, anything that they need to survive and thrive through their cancer battle. Very good. And uh, the Full Circle Project is a, a combination of our efforts. Um, AJ was born and raised in Norfolk and trained under Bobby Huber. And um, we basically have a partnership with Norfolk Public Schools yes. where we bring um, young um, black male students in uh, with us for a culinary and life skills camp during the summer. And then they stay with us for a year um, for an academic year, and pr we provide 11 other experiences for them um, that kind of give them a glimpse of life outside their communities that they live. So, I mean, both quite different missions, but at the same time, it just helps the overall community. I want to go back to Daniel's Grace for a second. <clears throat> is Daniel, is there a history here to why this was set up and why it's called Daniel's Grace? Yes. Um, Daniel was my first husband. Um, we were high school sweethearts and um, he was diagnosed with colon cancer when he was just 28 years old and he passed away when he was 32. So during that time of um, medical crisis, he received help from people all over the United States who knew about his story. And um, in one of our last times of um, talking, I asked him, I was like, what are, you, what are your life's regrets? And he quickly said, uh, I have spent my life living it for me. And I didn't realize that there were people around me who needed help from the elderly lady next door who needed help taking in groceries to the gentleman down the street who um, needed his grass mode. And now that I know, I'm too sick to be able to, to do that. So my son and I, um, Daniel and I had a son named Jonathan. Um, we set out on a path to give back for Daniel um, in his memory and to help people just like um, people had helped him. Wow. Okay. So when did you, so this was in the early? Um, we, I found that he died in 2005 right. and I founded the organization in July of 2014. Um, it took me 
Sweetwater was born and Daniel was terminal and dying at the same time, at the exact same time. So it took me some years of building Sweetwater um, kind of as a foundation to launch um, Daniel's Grace. So nine years mm -hmm. later, I made that move with, and I could tell I could write a book about the stories that led up to, um, to that being launched. It was really incredible, the journey. Yeah. Did you, when you set up Sweetwater, was it always with the intention that you would do something for Daniel in his memory or was Sweetwater? Yes. Um, from the moment that those words came out of his mouth, I knew that there would be something that we did along the way that would um, that would do just what we're doing right now. I wanted to be able to support cancer families, give back to them like so many others had done for Daniel. And I knew that Sweetwater would be an integral part of that. Um, it just took me a little while to figure out the vehicle in which that would that would happen. So. Um, water cuisine, there must be a history in the name of that too. Yes, um, Sweetwater, uh, I am from a small town in Mississippi called Bogachitta, and my great-great-grandfather donated the original, uh, the, the land for the original one-room schoolhouse that was built in that community, and it was on Sweetwater Creek. So um, my grandparents, um, their home was in Sweetwater, Mississippi, which is just a, just a little community. And um, how perfect we thought that was. My mother actually came up with the name. She was like, well, what about Sweetwater? And I was like, I love that. And we just kind of took it from there. So when did you move here then and start all of that? And what brought you to Hampton Roads? Um, I was married to a sailor. Um, Daniel and I divorced when we were um, young, um, in college actually, and um, I moved here because I was married to a sailor and kind of stayed here. Um, so that was in, I guess I moved here in 1994, and um, then Sweetwater was founded in 2004 while I was working for Virginia Beach Public Schools um, as a teacher. And I had, they asked me to do an event that was um, about five days long, two times a day for 150 people. And I decided that if I was going to tackle such a project, especially for my employer, that I needed to have something legitimate, like a legitimate business license. And um, so I did. And like seven days later, upon the initial phone call, I was operating and had a place and was in business. It was kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I never looked back from there. <laughs> and here yeah. we are. So we did, um, we did Sweetwater, we did Daniel's Grace. Uh, AJ, what was your role in, uh, in the Full Circle Project? So um, Full Circle actually came to me, me and Jody were uh, in California, meeting with a, a catering group a that we're a part group, of. Mm -hmm. And I've said, if I ever had money, that I would give it back to my community. And uh, I was, I love the nonprofit that she did. I, I love who she, are, who she is to the people and how honest she is. And uh, she was like, why not? So when we came back, we literally launched Full Circle. And uh, the name comes from, I just believe everything connects. 
everything you do, everything you see, everything you touch, it 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 affects your future. So it was just fitting to me to name it full circle. Yeah. Yeah. How long has uh, that been around? Three years. Three years. Three years. Okay. How's the program going? Uh, it's it, it was great. great. It was great. Until COVID hit. Oh, um, yeah, that's the key right now. Kind of slowed it down just because it's so it's so personal and we pick up the kids personally every every time we get them and drop them off ourselves and uh i just didn't want to take away all the reasons that they could say no that they can't participate yeah. right gotcha <laughs> so yeah. we're like we're gonna pay for it we're gonna come get them yeah. <laughs> you don't have to do anything was there right. a reluctance was there from the kids is it why? never from the never, kids? Never from the kids. The, uh, the parents mm. were so scared that it might cost them something that wow. we had some people that would not even call us back until the day mm. of. Yeah. The day of camp. And then they'd be like, well, my son wants to do it. Is it going to cost me anything? And I was like, no. We literally have to, tra have to track them down at the beginning of the year. Yeah, to get them. We partner, all of our kids have come, have they not, from Lindenwood, Lindenwood Ele Elementary. Elementary in Norfolk um, for the for the three programs. It's the least accredited elementary school. So what happens is the uh, superintendent picks the least accredited school, mm -hmm. and then they go through the guidance counselors, and the guidance counselors pick 10 kids who uh, they think need, need help or need to see something different. Yeah. And it's really been fascinating. Um, each of the three years have been so totally different. Yeah. From the first year, we um, we had two girls yes. that were part of the program. And AJ's like, why do we have girls? And I was like, it's okay. We're just going to make this work. And because girls change the dynamic of the, the way that of the program, of the way that you can talk and the way that you're mm -hmm. teaching them that that. That was a huge thing. But we had one girl who, from the very first day that she came, we would have, we had to pull her out of the bathroom several times mm -hmm. a day because she would slip away. She would go into the bathroom and she would be like crying in the bathroom. And we're like, babe, you know, what's wrong? What can we do? You know, and she just had such a hard time coming out of her shell. And, and initially we thought, you know, what's happening? What's happening? And, um, so from August, when we have our camp in August to January, when Sweetwater participates in our big bridal shows, that child blossomed and was walking the runway in front of hundreds of people in January. Oh, wow. Out of the bathroom in August. It was, pretty, it was pretty amazing to watch. Yeah. Do you stay in touch with the kids and is there sort of a follow-up at all? We try. We try. So actually this year I had one of the students from the previous year called and he just wanted to help with whatever he could help with. Yeah. He awesome. he came and he helped with camp. He helped us with dinner. His father reached out like yeah. um, a couple of the kids from the first year, they move on because I get them in fifth grade. So like they can't control where they live at after a while. So their parents end up moving to different states or something like that. So, so it's hard to keep track of them when they're, when they leave elementary school and then go to several different places. Yes. But, but my, my number's still the same. And if they, I still have all their numbers. So if I can get them, I can get them. Hey, I try yeah. to. Yeah. I try to. So how does it make you feel, AJ, just when you when you have someone who comes back the following year saying, 
you know, I want to come and help. How does that make you feel? I didn't think I was a crier, but I cried. <laughs> so like uh, every year he cries. Every year I cry. Uh, <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. It's just it's it's bigger than me. It's bigger than me. You, you should really you should really explain his why or why full circle exists. I think that is the that's the biggest part of the story is why you took that on. What made you want to do that? I'll make it quick. Um, when I was 14, I wanted to work. Uh, my brother had worked for Shell Bobby Hubert in uh, Norfolk. And at the time it was in Ward's Corner. Uh, I met with Bob, he uh, signed my work permit because at 14 years old, you're not allowed to work in Virginia unless your grades are good and your guidance counselor says this and somebody is actually willing to hire you. So he signed my work permit and I started off sweeping the uh, floors and cleaning the bathrooms after work. And he, he changed my job. He, he was like, it's something in you that you can't teach, which is hustle. And every week I came back to work, I was doing something else. So I was, went to pantry and then I went to the grill or I went to desserts and all this stuff that I never wanted to do actually. And he took me on a catering job uh, for the guy who distributes Corona for the whole East Coast. And I remember going to this house and the first thing I thought about was how much the light bill was. And that changed my life as in how closed quarters and box we are in some of these communities that we never see anything like that so we don't strive for nothing different and I just knew that if I ever had the chance I would bring my community to distance instead of leaving them behind so I if I ever had money if I ever had anything I would just take the people from where I came from to show them at least another way or it doesn't have to be what you what you thought we all don't have to be drug dealers or basketball players and stuff like that. Like you can, uh, you can be something different. You can be something different. You can be something else. And this, the culinary industry has shown me a lot. I mean, I've, I've done things and seen things that I would never thought of. And it's just my vehicle to, to give to the community. That's awesome. That's, that's really great. So, and so AJ, do you, work with Jody, is that how you met was through Sweetwater? Yes, I actually worked for Steinhobers. Yep. I worked there about seven years and her and the owner of Steinhobers became friends at some catering event in Texas, <laughs> not knowing that they were up the street from each other. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we came crazy. back home, they, they spoke about it and she needed help with something. And I didn't know the owner liked me like that. So he suggested me to her. Oh, he was like, take AJ. Take AJ. And I'm like, so I met with her and she was like, how do you feel about burgers? And I was like, I've never cooked a burger in my life. <laughs> well, what's, what's, your, what's your specialty for cooking? What do I need to pay you? And I was like, ah. Because at first I thought she couldn't afford me everything. There was no specialty. He yeah. can take any set of ingredients and make something restaurant worthy. But I was, I was fortunate enough to come up under a talented chef and nice. he made everything from scratch. And I, I, my eyes were wide open. Nice. Wow. Yeah. So Steinhilbers actually um, always hosts our fundraiser annually for, for Daniel's Grace, Roast on the River. Mm -hmm. So even after we met and he helped me, we had a relationship because we saw each other every year and he was always helping with Roast on the River from the Steinhilbers perspective. Yes. So our relationship kind of kind of just grew.
over the years. And then um, after he left Sign Hilbers is when he came and joined our team at Sweetwater. So, which we, it, it was the right thing. I've always said, he was like, I don't know, this is so out of my box. And I was like, listen, you're here for a reason. Like we have this synergistic relationship and we've been able to do so many things together as a team, the two of us from Full Circle to Daniel's Grace to carrying Sweetwater um, in into many different directions, so. Yeah, yeah. what sort of food do you provide at Sweetwater then? Sounds Southern if you're like a Mississippi. <laughs> so it was definitely more Southern before I got here. Uh, yeah <laughs> i'm okay with that though i'm okay but, with that so i never grew up like eating in a house when my mom didn't cook we didn't have things like uh we didn't sit down to have dinner so i wasn't used to like uh he doesn't like family dinner i wasn't used to cuisine <laughs> like that i actually yeah. came cooking in a restaurant in a fine dining restaurant so that's my only um yeah. and i'm the opposite of that so we we had new dinner on the table every night of our lives. We rarely ate out. So restaurant food was not what I was used to. So I brought the love of food and fame into my business because I the philosophy that Sweetwater started with is that I wanted everybody to feel like they were eating at my dining room table in my home. And I want that feeling of warmth and that feeling of welcomeness. And then when he came, I was like, oh, this, op this opens the door to so much more. And I was for the first time able to relinquish control of our food and what we did and share that with somebody else. Nice. So I was able to say, here, do what you want. Like make this part yours. And did it change a lot? I say yes. <laughs> I say it's I say it's a great balance. It like is. we still have like he brings all of these other like fine dining components to what we do and all of our catered events, like he strives to make it a restaurant experience, not a catering experience. And um, we still have Southern favorites. Like yeah. we still have our honey pecan fried chicken and our shrimp and grits and our sweet potato encrusted chicken pot pie and all these other delicious things that are truly Southern. He makes the best collard greens that I've ever put in my mouth ever. <laughs> and um but we also are doing braised lamb shank and um, seared duck breast with mm. huckleberry jam and you know all these other things that are his Just his babies. Crusted lamb chops. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. yes, they're delicious. I know. It's worked well. It's worked well. So, so we talked on it just a little bit. Thank with, you. We talked on it just a little bit with um, the uh, full circle project, but. How has COVID affected uh, all three of your guys' uh, ventures? It has been like a horror movie. <laughs> I feel like every day I wake up and I'm waiting for the next pivot that I have to make. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, when this, when COVID started in March, like it was overnight, I looked at him and I was like, what are we going to do? And I was like, the next day we started offering curbside and family meals. At that point, we weren't even open as a restaurant. Uh, we were just doing our Sunday brunch twice a month. And I said, we've got to do something. So I built, I stayed at home the next day. I built a website um, for curbside and we launched and we just 
did what we could. So we started offering family meals and, um, and hot meals to go that they could come by and pick up. Um, we still did family. Um, we just still did Sunday brunch, only we did that to go until the restaurants opened back up and we could do dine-in. Um, catering came to a screeching halt. There were no parties. So our revenue, plum, we were down, um, I think, 59% is what we ended up being down um, in 2020 from, um, from 2019. And um, so we were fortunate that there were a few months that we were able to gain a little bit of traction and complete some events that were on our calendar um, in the times that we were a little more open. Um, but we just, we just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Um, Daniel's Grace, we felt enormous impact because all of our fundraisers that we had planned and were going to be doing were eliminated. Because of the restrictions of um, of COVID, so we really have been forced to to beg a little, you know, because the fundraising opportunities just haven't existed. Is that because they're like the, your big events? Is that the money drivers? Yeah. Were? So we're you know we're usually raising somewhere between one hundred and fifty and two hundred thousand dollars at Roast on the River on a Sunday afternoon, and we have about you know four or five hundred people in attendance. Well, we could no longer do that. Um, bourbon Boots and Blues, we do every year in March. It was on Daniel's birthday, which is the 29th of March. So that was that was out of the question because that was, you know, COVID um, happened like the week before that. So we canceled that. Um, and we've just, we've just tried to fill, um, fill the gap and do what we can for families with what we have. So, so what's the plan then for this year, do you think, if, if things improve? Well, I feel hopeful. Um, we are now open for Sunday brunch every um, every Sunday. We are still booking events for brides. They're still looking at fall for doing weddings. So we're still we're still hopeful that we'll have some relief and that the tides will turn and and we'll be uh, back in business as we know it again. Um, and if not, we'll just keep pivoting we, we just recently opened up penny pantry which is our retail to go um, that's inside the restaurant and the bar um, so we have frozen items and fresh items that you can come and pick up and stock your fridge or freezer and have meals ready to ready to go um, so we're we're doing uh, two things uh, for daniel's grace we'll be participating in give local 757 which is on may the 11th this year so that'll be the first opportunity for us to um, get a little money going and then we have wonderful donors um, taco bell uh, great neck virginia the beach is hosting an intimate concert for us that is supposed to be held on May the 22nd at Wesleyan College. Um, we are featuring the Bodines and the Little River Band. And um, those are gonna be, uh, tickets are gonna go on sale in a couple of weeks and we'll be doing the official announcement for that. But it's an exciting time. Uh, hopefully that this, this will all be able to uh, go. Yeah, okay. So I missed what you were saying. Who, who is doing the, um, helping you put on the, the last one? Um, Taco Bell, uh, Great Neck uh, in Virginia oh, Beach. Great Neck, okay, right. Mm -hmm. That's yep. cool. awesome. So it's exciting. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I do cross my fingers that everything just keeps looking up. I have a question about the food. Was the um, the frozen and uh, the meals to go, the Penny Pantry, is that all online too? Can you order it? It is, um, pennypantry.sweetwatercuisine.com. Okay. It's an on, our online store. Yeah, compass, grandma dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So have you- Yeah, <laughs> AJ didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> just feels the orders how is the staffing then with you guys have you been able to like hold on to people or did you have to furlough or let them go so we actually we work every day like me and her like we we almost do this with no people yeah, we have a few. Yes, a, yeah. The answer to your question is yes. We did have to eliminate some staff, or their their hours dropped. Right. Um, not that they're non-existent anymore, but um, we have to have somebody here for front of the house, obviously, if we're open for lunch and dinner, which we are on Wednesday through Friday, and then dinner on Thursday and Friday nights. But we have one person in the kitchen with AJ, but but we do work every day and we have ever since this started. We were fortunate too that um, when COVID hit, like the next week after, um, after it all kind of went down and everything closed, I had a donor call me and she said, I'd like to give $10,000 to Daniel's Grace and $10,000 to Full Circle for you to feed them. So we spent six or eight weeks doing meals for the full circle families and Daniel's Grace families and we had volunteers come and deliver them so that they could all stay at home uh, where it was safe because we didn't know you know what kind of impact everything was going to have and um, so we were able to work through that and that was that was helpful yeah. and we were serving people at the same time wow so, I mean, it sounds like you've had some hurdles to get over and you've come through. Well, hopefully that will continue through the year. We're but, still standing. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. You know, standing like, today. <laughs> that's awesome. No. Joey, is there anything else that you wanted to sort of talk about? Or uh, No, we are getting okay. close to the end of the time. So if there's anything that you guys would like to mention if we didn't touch on something. I would just like to say thank you, and uh, I'm horrible at interviews, so I apologize. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> um, I, I would just like to appeal. Um, I think that there's always a way for giving, and I think that we're called to do that. We're called to serve others. We're called to help where we can. So don't ever um, think that um, what you're able to give, even if it's $10 is too little because we can do a lot with $10 for a Daniel's Grace child. Um, we can feed a cancer patient for $10. So um, if anybody is watching and they would like to give, please get to our websites with um, danielsgrace.org and make a donation. You can become a grace giver, which is a monthly donor. Um, even if that's just $5, it makes a significant difference. Um, full circle is um, the is fullcircleproject.org. Um, so you can go there and make a donation as well. People, can they help in terms of volunteers or you know, giving their time as well? Or is it mainly financial that you need right now? 
Um, no, we have we have all kinds of ways that people can help. Like right now, we're getting ready for a charity sale, and I have volunteers that are in there hanging clothes on racks and sorting by size. Um, we sometimes need things delivered to our families, whether it be meals. Or right now, we have groceries that we need. We have that we had a donor give that we're going to deliver to our full circle families. So there are things that um, people can come help us do, like such as those. Okay. <laughs> email you. How do they get in touch to be able to offer their help? They can email us, um, helpinghands at danielsgrace.org. Or I always forget this full circle project VA at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's a contact, there's a contact button on gotcha. the website. They can, they can contact us there. That's great. Perfect. Right. Well, we appreciate you joining us. Thank you. Yes. We appreciate y'all so much. You guys have a great day.